Grace and peace, God bless you. Welcome back to Soteria Prophetic Ministries. I'm your host and teacher for the next few moments, Delisa Rogers Fields, and I have a word for you. This is actually my second attempt at releasing this message, so <laughs> pray my strength because I was so frustrated because I I I know that God was speaking um a rhema to many of you. So this is gonna be my second attempt. And if you hear frustration in my voice, you're, you have discerned well. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, I had um, this message was birthed out of prayer. I had to just steal away for a few moments. I've had a day and a half and just felt so much anxiety and so much pressure. Um, it, it became it, it wore down and bore down so heavy that my baby girl, she said, Ma, you are getting on my nerves. <laughs> Listen, when I saw the aggravating baby girl, I know that because she's patient with me, but I knew at that point that I needed to I need to pull aside. And um, and she said it in love. So, so you know, we have that kind of relationship. But, yeah, I, she knew she was like, OK, Ma, you you yeah, you need to get yourself together. You're getting on my nerves. And so um, I took heed and I took time to um, to pull aside and pray. And so I just fell on my knees and cried out to the Lord about some things that have been pressing on my heart. And in just those few moments of me just releasing, I saw a vision. And in that vision, the Lord took me back to Apostle Paul and the moments when he had, he was shipwrecked on the island of Malta or Melita, whichever you want to call it. And as he was gathering sticks to prepare a fire to warm the, um, you know, the, the survivors from the, um, uh, shipwreck, a viper leaped out of the fire and latched onto his wrist and um, he could have easily died. I mean, the poison, the way that viper was attached and latched, that's the word, um, it, it was only by the grace of God and his purpose and his destiny that kept him alive because the Lord told him, I need you to get to Rome. There's a testimony there. There's a message that you have to deliver. And so I want to encourage those of you that there is, and I, I ministered this even in my word on yesterday, that there is, God has an expected end for you. And so I don't want you to be moved and alarmed by what's happening in the middle of that, you know, in, in the midst of you, you progressing and journeying toward what God has for you, you're going to encounter some shipwrecks. You're going to encounter vipers coming out of the fire. And you would think that here was Paul in a place where he's ministering hospitality and he's ministering healing. I mean, he's tending to those who have been shipwrecked. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, they were surviving on pieces of the boat. The entire ship was was obliterated by the force of the winds, the uh, Euryclidone. And, you know, he they, they survived because God gave him a word that none of these men will perish because the, even though Paul was a prisoner, God still gave Paul spiritual authority. And, um, and so God promised, you know, I'm, I'm going to save these men. None of them will perish, but it was because of Paul. So, you know, point taken, it's important to know who is in your circle of influence in your shipwreck season. Cause let me tell you something. Those men didn't have the same destiny that Paul had. But because they were connected to Paul and because Paul had the oversight, again, no, Paul was not the captain of the ship, but Paul was the man, the, the set man that God had for that particular assignment. And so, again, don't be moved by the fact that you may not have that position or you may not have that um, prestigious honor or that prestigious title. 
if there's such a thing. But just know that if God says that you are his set woman, you are you are his set man, then you you carry the rank. And with that rank comes responsibility for those that God has entrusted to your care. And so it was because these men were on the ship with Paul. And let me just say this. Some people are experiencing shipwrecks in their season by virtue of who they're connected to. In other words, there may be some in your circle who are going through some storms, intense storms and battles because they're connected to you, right? The enemy wants to get to you. He wants to um, discourage you. He wants to damage uh, damage your testimony, if not totally aborted. And so, you know, in getting to you, he's also getting to those who are close to your heart uh, to try to get you off task and get you distracted. But just know, as God promised, I will say none of these men, you won't lose any of their lives. None of these men's lives will perish. Then you have to know that. And those who are connected to you have to know that, listen, we're going through a storm right now. We're going through a season of intense challenges. But there is a word from the Lord that we will survive. We will come through. We will uh, emerge from this. Yeah, we may be on pieces of a broken up ship. I think I mentioned that word years ago. But um, yeah, we may come through on the piece on the pieces of a broken up ship. I may not look like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I may look like what I went through. Right. But God is going to bring us out. So but in, in the midst of all of that, Paul was gathering these sticks and he's trying to tend to the wounded. Because, listen, just because you didn't perish doesn't mean that you're not going to come out of that thing with some wounds and some scars. You're going to have some bruises again, some storms. And I know we like to use a cliche, I don't look like what I've been through. But in some storms, you will look like you what uh, what you went through. When Jesus uh, appeared to his disciples, and especially to the Apostle Thomas, because he had issues, he was having a faith crisis. And it happens, right? He was having a faith crisis. And he was like, I'm not going to believe it until you show me. I need to see the scars. I need to see where they hurt you, where they nailed you. And Jesus said, fine. And so sometimes, and I ministered this word a while back too, sometimes God will allow people to see what you went through to enhance and to drive home the fact that God did it. So for some, Jacob walked away with a limp. That was the proof that he had that encounter with God. And so, yeah, it would be nice. Listen, Lord knows I would love to just wave my hand over some things and, and just make it disappear and go away. But in some cases, there are going to be times when God will allow the stain of that thing to remain and it's for his glory and it's for his testimony because there are some who need to see that wound. There are some who, and, and I don't mean the open wound, but come on, it need to be healed. You need to have a scar, please. Um, it doesn't need to be bleeding and oozing. But there are some who won't believe that you went through that divorce or you went through that uh, crisis or that you went through that foreclosure or that mental battle or that Jezebelic conflict. There are some who won't believe except they see the scars, except they see the wound, except they see where you have been nailed, where the enemy tried to destroy you. And so there will be times that you're going to come out of your stuff looking like you went through it. And, and I say to that, to God be the glory, right? To God be the glory. And then there are others who will come out unscathed. I mean, you would know it unless I tell you. But just know that there will be storms of life that, yeah, you you have to bear um, the weight of it. And, and you're going to see the physical manifestation of what transpired in the realm of the spirit. So here you have Paul ministering to these men. 
and he's um he is uh preparing a fire to warm them or what have you. I mean, you can imagine coming out of the water. They're cold, they're chilly and whatnot. And this viper uh, latches on to him as if to destroy him. And, and, you know, that's what the enemy does. If he can't destroy you in the shipwreck, he'll <coughs> excuse me, he'll find another way. And guess what? God is in that other way. God has already made a way of escape. And so here you have people looking at Paul like, okay, you are truly cursed because you have been shipwrecked and now you survived that and here comes a snake out of everybody else that lived on the island out of everybody else that was sitting around the fire why is it that the snake the viper latched on to paul and do you not know people will do you like that they will look at listen they will look at a warfare that god ordained a storm that god ordained or that god permitted let me say that be the um theologically clear a storm that God allowed or permitted and blame you oh you must uh and you know Job's friends didn't like this you must have did something wrong you must have really provoked God you must have you know I mean you know folks listen their imaginations can take them places you don't even want to go but they'll look at your warfare <coughs> excuse me and your battle and will attribute that to something that you did that was wrong Oh, well, this happened. That's why your car was um, uh, repo. That's why your house is foreclosed. That's why the doors are shut. That's why, because, you know, God is angry with you. God is upset with you. God is displeased with you. When that's, that's not even the case. The fact of the matter was God shut that door because he had something greater for you. And he was navigating you from that place of denial to a place of approval and so you couldn't understand it. Your friends certainly couldn't understand it. But God was in control the whole time. And so you will have those carnal minds who will look at doors that are shutting in your face one by one by one by one and will swear up and down. It's not your time. It ain't your turn. I wrote a book on that. Y'all got to get it. It ain't your season. God is not doing this. It's, this is not permissible for you. And God is saying, not so. Not so. I'm just navigating my daughter or my son to a different place. And so you will find people who will miss identify and mischaracterize the season that you're in because they are trying to discern it through a lens of foolishness and carnality and the lord said no good thing dwells in his flesh right he that is in the flesh cannot please god so the the fire released the snake now there are certain enemies that are camped around you and if you don't believe it i dare you to ask god and you'll see <laughs> but there are people who have been smiling and laughing and have been putting on the form of godliness, right? And 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 but in that there's something harboring in their heart toward you. And so God will allow the fires of life to expose the snakes. As I was praying, I heard the Lord say, I will smoke them out. And well, to be honest with you, in my case, he is smoking them out. And so he, the Lord will allow certain situations to take place, you know, and, and he will allow the heat even to intensify. And so many of us, we don't want to go through trials. We, we want to just skip through life and be anointed and appointed and great and go to the nations and do all of those wonderful things. But we don't want to go through anything. We don't want to suffer. We don't want to sacrifice. We don't want to steward. We don't want to submit all of those S's. We don't want to do that. But we want all this great stuff that God has for us. Um, well, that's not going to work. But, you know, there will be times when God will intensify the flames of your tests 
to smoke out those hidden vipers that you have in your midst. And let me tell you something. You will be amazed to see who the vipers are in your circle. And I, when I say circle, I don't mean necessarily in your close circle. I don't want you to pick up a spirit of suspicion. But even in maybe some of your extended circles, you'd be amazed. And so, you know, the Lord said he would not have us be ignorant, right? He's going to let us know what the enemy seat is. And so sometimes God will allow storms to occur in your life. He, he will allow storms to occur in your life so that you can see the true hearts of those who are around you. God will allow uh, infirmity. He will, And he did it with Job, right? I'm not saying he sent it, but I'm saying God will allow it. Um, and, and he will allow things to transpire in your finances or things to transpire in your family or things to transpire in your health. Just so that God will use that fire to smoke out the snake. And guess what? When the snake has been smoked out, you know, the Bible said uh, Paul shook the beast off back into the fire, the venomous beast. He shook him back into the fire. So God, this thing is not coming to destroy you or to disenfranchise you. But this is coming for your information purposes only. You need to know. You need to know who is for you. You need to know who, who has put on the appearance of being for you. We This entire year, you know, we're in a pandemic. And so we're having to wear face masks. We're having to wear face covers, right, to protect ourselves or protect the other vulnerable population among us. And so many times you can't even tell a true person's facial expression behind the mask. And that's the, that's the problem. We now are, are required or recommended by the government. Check this now. Recommended by the government to wear a facial covering. And can I just say this? That there are times when God will require uh, or God will permit your enemies to put on a facial covering. God will do this for your growth. He will do it for your development. He'll do it for your maturity. And, and, he, and he, will, he will allow you to go along with them. But when it's time to take the mask off, the Lord will show you the true heart, the true content of that person's character. And if you are not mature enough to handle it, it will trip you out. I'm telling you. So I don't want you to be alarmed. Some of you will get ready to see some, some manifestations and some exposures around you. I don't want you to get discouraged. I don't want you to be, I don't want you to be dismayed, dismayed. But I want you to be wise. Right? Wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. God wants you to know who labors among you. And so when the Lord allows some of these things... To, to come emerge out of the fire. I don't care how much venom they got in their mouth. What they say they're going to do to you or against you or whatever. Don't be moved. That snake, his, his job is to uh, come out. His job is to bite. And, and then his job is to be shaken back into the fire where he belongs. Hellfire. So don't be, don't be dismayed, people of God. Okay, be encouraged. God is with you. You're not crazy. The devil's not in charge, um, but these things must be. You you got to grow, you got to develop, you got to mature, you got to be prepared for what God has for you. And if you can't handle the, the the snakes on this level, then you have to ask yourself if you're really really ready for next level whatever ministry breakthrough miracles wonders whatever. Are you really ready? So I want to leave those words with you. I pray that this um, message has been recorded in its entirety. 
Otherwise, I'll be forced to preach it. <laughs> but I'll be encouraged, people of God. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And God loves you with the everlasting love. And so you have an expected end. Don't be alarmed by what's happening in the hallway seasons of your life. It's going to be dark. It's going to be tight. It's going to be narrow. And it's going to be disconcerting at times. It's all a part of the process to keep you focused on the things that God is doing in your life. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. And you will be okay. You're going to come out all right. So we love you in Jesus name. And I pray that this message has been uh, in, uh, has motivated you and inspired you to um, to to keep keep on keeping on. Amen. We need you to be strong. Praise God. God needs his soldiers. He needs his sons and daughters to be strong. Represent the kingdom everywhere you go. So we love you. Grace and peace to you. Until next time, God bless.